Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Biatch, the podcast. I know that I keep saying I'm going to get intro music and all of that, and obviously I haven't done that yet, so I'm really sorry, but I like introducing just, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Biatch, the podcast. I like doing that, okay? Sue me. I guess if I was to have a theme song, though, I guess it would be more Bouncing California, because I feel like that just fits so well. I don't want to do Coming Clean. I don't want to do Unwritten. I want to do... We got more bounce in California than all y'all combined, okay? Who sings that? I think it's Soul Kid number one or something. So last week was a lot of fun. I put out like three podcasts in less than a week. So thank you guys for listening to them. And I don't know if I'm going to continue with Hill's recaps just because it is a lot of work. But having Jemmy on was like amazing. Jemmy cracks me up in the way she was talking about Stephanie and Audrina. It just killed me. And a few people thought she was a little mean, but that's just who she is. She's always been that way on the show and she keeps it real. She just kind of says what's on her mind. I try to be like that, but I do censor myself a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, Jemmy went in and it was hysterical. So hopefully she's going to be on another episode a little bit later into the season. But I don't know if I'm going to do a recap on every Hills episode. Just because, like I said, it does take a while, like, between watching and then writing down my thoughts and then um, recording and then editing. It's a big process. And yes, I do edit the podcast now. When I first started, there was no editing, but I realized that I should take breaks in between my thoughts. So usually it's just, like, me clearing dead air or me clearing, but, um or like, um, you know, things like that, but not too much editing, I promise. So this week, we are going over the episode that's titled Get Over Him, but I think it should be titled Mammoth Episode, because everyone knows Mammoth Episode, right? If you hear Get Over Him, you're not sure what it is, but if someone's like, oh, it's the Mammoth Episode, you're like, oh yeah, they go to Mammoth. (laughs) And I remember when I used to do the lives, People did not like this episode, but I always really liked it. I thought that it showed them having a lot of fun and like Kristen and everybody at the cabin. I wish they showed a little bit more of them just hanging out and being stupid because I think that's kind of what we wanted to see. We have a lot to get into this episode and we may have a sound clip from the episode. I may have been able to figure out how to do it. I can't promise a ton of sound clips, but maybe I can do like one or two an episode now because I know how many seconds they can be before I get sued by MTV. Because let's be clear, if I get sued by anybody, I have to make a GoFundMe and you guys have to help pay my lawyer bills. (laughs) Okay, so the episode opens up with the girls packing for Mammoth and Kristen's really excited to just do nothing. She keeps saying that, you know, she's excited to not have anything to do, to do nothing, to just snowboard, be on her own time. And it's kind of funny as she's packing, Jessica's like, will you pack enough sweatshirts for all of us? And she's like, great, glad to know I'm packing for everybody. Those three, Alex H., Jessica, and Kristen, I loved them together so much. And I know a lot of people are like sad that they're not friends anymore. But Kristen and Alex are still friendly, but Jessica, you know, she lives in Texas with four kids, so she's a little busy. But that's what happens in life. And I think that's something we need to remember. Just you're not always going to be close with people you went to high school with. But Jessica's excited to go away because she misses Jason. And Kristen and Alex just don't get it. They're not very sympathetic towards their situation. They're just kind of like, get over it. To be fair, they've been probably listening to the same exact 
conversation for a very long time, so I could see why they'd be, like, a little annoyed. So the next scene, we have Mr. Jeff and Talon packing, and we find out that Elsie is in Mammoth at her parents' cabin. Talon mentions that, so we know that Elsie will be in this episode. Jeff says that Jessica is going to be annoying talking about Jason, and she's going to be like, I don't even want to think about him, but she's going to be thinking about him the whole time, and I wish Jeff was in the episodes a little bit more. I think that he could have been a great character. I mean, he made out with Alex H., Kristen, and Jessica. We haven't got to Kristen and Jessica yet, but, (laughs) you know, he seemed like he was always with them, and I have a couple pictures of Jeff, like, partying with the cast and, like, kissing Alex's cheek. No, she's kissing his cheek. I'm sorry. But they just seem to be close with him, and I don't really get why he wasn't a core cast member. But then again, neither was Morgan S., who was best friends with, like, both of the groups. So... Not everything makes sense, but they do like a bro handshake and then say, see you later. And they are driving up to Mammoth and in the car, it's Talon, Jeff, Kristen, Alex, and Jessica. And I remember being like shocked that in California there was snow. Obviously, I had no idea. I mean, I lived in Massachusetts and thought there was only like snow where I was, but I never thought California had snow. And sometimes I have to like still remember that, that there are parts of California that do get snow like Mammoth. I'm just like rambling right now. I apologize. But yeah, I remember eighth grade, ninth grade me being like, wait, how are they? Are they in Utah? Are they in Colorado? It's like, no, Kelly, they just drove probably... I guess north, right? I guess you're going to drive north to get snow. I don't know. I don't know, guys. So the next scene, it's kind of a pointless scene, but it's Lauren and Caitlin. And her name is Caitlin, the friend who went to Mexico with her. It's definitely Caitlin. I checked to make sure because I think I kept calling her a different name, but it's Caitlin. And all Lauren wants to do is finish her puzzle, but Caitlin has no faith in them to finish. It's such a boring, stupid scene, and it's kind of like, are you reminding us that Elsie's a little boring? Are you reminding us that Elsie's going to be in this episode a little bit? Like, what's going on, guys? What's going on, MTV? Please let me know. And I was kind of thinking, I was wondering if maybe Caitlin was going to be like Elsie's buddy, and then Heidi came along, and that's how Heidi got on the hills rather than this Caitlin girl, because we never see her again. She had her moment to shine in season two a couple times, and that was that. Like, goodbye, Caitlin. The next scene, we're at Casey's insane home, and it's Casey, Taylor, and Alex in a hot tub, and Alex announces that her and Jason are officially together, and she says he was really sweet about it. He's like, I want to take you to dinner. I want to take you to the movies and all this stuff, and now I can't picture Jason being, like, sweet about that. I can picture him being like, so, uh, you want to, um... You want to be my girlfriend or nah? Basically, like something like that. I can't picture him being a sweetheart in high school. But he does call girls like hun and babe. And we all know the scene I'm going to be referencing right now when he's at dinner with Lauren. You look cute. You look so cute. Oh my God, you look so cute. If I had to hear them say cute one more time, I was going to go insane. But we're not there yet. That is way later in the season. And I honestly can't wait till I start getting into those episodes because I feel like there's so much to like digest and kind of like pick apart. It's going to be great. So back to Mammoth, they all go to rent snowboards. So we're introduced to Johnny, the hot snowboard instructor. And unfortunately, this is the only episode he is in. I know that Laguna was more real than the hills, but I think it would have been incredible for hot snowboard Johnny to like 
go down to Laguna and date Jessica or something and have them do a long distance relationship. I don't know. But Johnny was probably like 22 or something. So that would not have been legal because Jessica was only 16. But Kristen calls him hot and then teases Talon for being jealous. And we find out that the three guys are going to actually go snowboarding with the girls to kind of like teach them how to snowboard. So then we're back in Laguna for Jason and Alex M's first date. He goes up to the door, picks her up. He seems like a real changed man, a real gentleman. And he says he's starting tomorrow. And she's like, starting what? And he goes pitching. Oh, baseball. Yeah, I'll be there. That's like her reaction. Like she doesn't want to go, but she's going to go support her man because that's what you're supposed to do. And he calls her hun a couple times. And I think he calls her babe once. I don't know. He has a he goes for nicknames a lot. I feel like more than the average high school boy. Back to Mammoth. (laughs) It's a lot of back and forth this episode. But back to Mammoth. Talon and Kristen are flirting on the couch. They're having like a cute little pillow fight. And Alex and Jessica are bouncing down the steps and join them. And you hear Kristen go, what are you drinking, Al? And Alex just kind of looks at her and smiles. She goes, juice then the jessica and alex h are sitting at like a breakfast bar area while Kristen and talon are still on the couch jessica gets caught leaving jason a long message and alex lets us know that she ended it with i love you too and Kristen just yells like what which is a Kristen reaction that we all know and love so well but talon like excuses himself quickly he's like all right i'm gonna go to bed goodbye <laughs> Yeah, so it's just a little moment between the girls. Kristen goes, give me props on that punch. And then Alex just starts saying, Kristen wants talent. Kristen wants talent. Which I mean, talent's a little cutie. I can't really blame her for wanting talent. Out of all the guys, I would pick Trey and talent and probably Polster. Steven just doesn't do it for me. Steven now is like so freaking hot. But Steven back in 2004, 2005, he just didn't, he didn't do it for me. But he has aged like fine wine. I think we can all agree with that. And can we just talk about real quick the promo that came out for Visit Laguna with Steven and LC? Like I'm ready to book my next trip. I don't have money for it, but I am sure as hell ready to go and use that fucking app. It's like Elsie has been an influencer since before influencers were influencers and she's still being an influencer without being an influencer. Do you get where I'm going? Can you can you keep up with all that? (laughs) I mean, she used to walk around with her like Red Bull and all of that. And now she's, you know, influencing people to download this Park and Laguna app. But she's not posting about it. She's just in the commercial. That is the power of Lauren Conrad. She may be kind of boring. She may seem kind of bland. But we all love her. Actually, a lot of people will DM me and be like, of course you like Taylor Swift because you're team Lauren. I'm like, don't even go there with me right now. Don't even talk to me. Keep your hatred out of my DMs. (laughs) Okay, okay, back to the episode. We're back to the episode now, guys. I'm sorry. I went on a tangent as I do. But Jason and Alex are just like cringy together. It's just... They kind of, I don't know, I always felt like they both looked older because I can remember watching it and being like, I feel like I'm watching two like 25-year-olds on a first date or something. But they're sitting on the same side of the booth. Actually, it's like a circle booth, but they're sitting close to one another. And then we have the cringiest dialogue. Are you ready? Oh, my gosh, sir. <clears throat> Thanks, honey. I like your pants. Thanks, honey. I like your face. Let's start <laughs> Try to make you smile. Yeah, I'm making you smile. 
So I'm sorry for like the really bad quality. It wasn't like great sound during the episode anyway, but having to like record that off my phone definitely wasn't great, but you get it. It's cringy, right? They were really cringy. And then they leave and like make out next to a fire pit. And it's weird. It's like they're both just like puckering their lips to each other and doing quick little pecks. And the, and then Alex like opens her eyes and looks directly into the camera. It's a very weird scene. And these two like just don't have any chemistry. But Jason seems happy. Like you saw him with Jessica and he always seemed fucked up and upset. But with Alex, he seems like he can speak clearly and his eyes aren't glazed over, which is always a positive thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's just they're a weird couple. So we're back in Mammoth, right? The next day. And Steven actually calls Kristen and asks her to hang out with him when he's in Laguna the following day. So not only do we get some Lauren, we also get some Steven. So it's just like a quick little phone call scene. And she's like, yeah, I'll get lunch with you, whatever. So then the hot snowboard instructors show up to come save the day and help. Kristen isn't bad. Like, she's not bad at snowboarding. She seems to be really, really into it. But Jessica and Alex H. both really struggle. Like... Jessica is also having the worst time of her life. Like Alex is at least trying, but Jessica is just kind of like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it, which would drive me fucking crazy. And that's why I just don't snowboard or ski because I'd be exactly how Jessica is. But Jessica's saying she's having the worst time. She's like, I'm my nose is running. I'm cold. I'm not wearing makeup. She's just going on and on. And the guy Johnny's like, oh, fuck. Why did I get stuck with Jessica? <laughs> but she sits down with Kristen and Alex and she's checking her phone to see if Jason called. And Kristen's pissed. She like tries to grab her phone and shut it. Which, again, I totally understand. Like, you're trying to have a good time with your friends and they're just on their phone checking to see if their abusive ex-boyfriend's calling. Like, nobody wants that. So we're back to Casey's and she asks her housekeeper, Amelda, to make a quesadilla. And this is how she asks. Un quesadilla, por favor. Let me try one more time. Un quesadilla, por favor. That's about how she sounds. And it's just like, yikes. But Amelda's been in her story. So like Amelda's still around. Amelda still works for the family. So I stan Amelda. <laughs> so Cedric and Jason show up and they're all like eating their que- quesadilla. You know, she saw that on Napoleon Dynamite and fe- thought that was like the funniest thing in the world. I, is that where quesadilla came from? I don't know if it's from Napoleon Dynamite, but I feel like it might be from Napoleon Dynamite. I'm not 100% sure. But Jason and Alex confirm they're dating when they're asked. They just kind of do like a little head nod and Casey's obsessed with them. So then Elsie and Caitlin go to meet Mr. Talon himself. Talon shows up. Elsie gives him a big hug and Talon's looking adorable. Elsie's looking beautiful. Caitlin's looking fine. What the, I thought was funny, though, Caitlin's wearing like a tank top and everyone else is bundled up for snow. So I'm sure she had on like a heavy jacket. We just didn't see it. Talon gets a call from Kristen when he's with Lauren and he's like, I love that girl, but she's such a bitch to me sometimes, <laughs> which, you know, happens. We all do it here and there. But he drops the bomb that Kristen went to dinner with Stephen before Stephen like showed up and gave her flowers and chocolate. But one thing quickly, a little backtrack is that Lauren's like, yeah, Stephen flew in for the day and gave me chocolate. And he was like, chocolate means I love you. And she goes, chocolate means I love you and flowers mean I'm sorry. So I guess that's a gym quote. They just didn't use the whole thing on Valentine's Day episode. 
But I didn't never knew that flowers meant I'm sorry and chocolate means I love you. Not before I watched Laguna Beach and not since I've watched Laguna Beach, which is obviously a few moments ago. But anyway, that is neither here nor there. But yeah, he drops the bomb that Kristen, you know, went to dinner with Steven before that. And Elsie looks shattered. Like she just looks so sad. It's a quick little moment between Talon and Elsie. And then the crew leaves Mammoth. And immediately the next scene after they drive away from the cabin uh, is Alex H, Jessica and Kristen going to Alex H's shit talking table. And of course, Billy joins her little doggy, her little chihuahua joins the shit talking table. And Kristen calls Jessica out for talking to Jason every day and saying, I love you and all this craziness. And it's kind of like, where's Alex at this point? Also, why wasn't he being like this when they were dating? There's just a lot of questions. There's a lot of things that need to be answered about Jessica and Jason. And I'm not going to bother them now. But I would love nothing more than to be able to like really, really get them to talk about it. Because I get it. They're you know, they're not high school students anymore. They're not in the spotlight. They're not anything. Well, I guess Jason is. Are he's supposed to be? He's supposed to be in the hills. I haven't even seen him yet. He was straight up cut from the credits and he wasn't even in the opening episode. Kind of fucked up if you ask me. But anyway, I would love, love, love to like ask all the cast members just what really happened? Like, tell me what really, really happened. I mean, Jessica straight up said she was like, yeah, Jason and I weren't good together, but we were also in high school. But I want to be like, yeah, let's talk about a little bit deeper. Okay, I'll never do it because they trust me and like are super nice to me and let me kind of bother them all the time. But I really won't have some questions (laughs) that I will never get answered. So the next scene is Kristen and Steven meeting up for lunch and he just kind of keeps asking her to like visit him. And she doesn't bring up talent. She doesn't bring up any of that. She's just like, okay. He's like, early May, come visit me. And she's like, okay, I will. Like, she's so annoyed. And they're sharing a salad, which sounds like a terrible lunch date to begin with. She doesn't seem like she really wants to be there. And she definitely doesn't seem like she wants to visit him. Poor Steven. He just loves Kristen so much. And she's like, sorry, I've moved on to Talon because Talon's a babe. But yeah, as we know, she does go up and visit him. And I'm excited to talk about that awkward ass episode. The final scene of the episode is Taylor, Morgan, and Alex, and they're all gossiping. They're at Coffee Clatch, which is still there if you go to Laguna. I don't drink coffee, so I didn't go, but like when I saw the sign, I was like, oh, I know that. That's where they all talk shit and drink coffee. But they're all talking, and Morgan says she wished she could have gone to Mammoth, and Talon made his, she's like, yeah, Talon's um, away message was like fresh powder. And that's so cool. I miss AIM away messages. I always had song lyrics. I was always emo. Like I said, I never dressed the part for being emo, but I felt that part. I felt being emo, even though I wore American Eagle and PacSun. Morgan, who we know is a little shit stirrer, right? She's friends with kind of everybody. And she lets Alex know. She's like, Jessica told Cammie if Alex hooked up with Jason, she'd kill her. And Alex is like, I don't think she ever he ever really liked Jessica anyway. But again, this would have been a perfect way to make season three work. They talk about Cammie a lot. Like, Cammie gets brought up all the time. She should have been the narrator. And they should have introduced her more during season two. We only see her at, like, the very end of the season. But they talk about Cammy all the time. I guess Cammy was in the poker scene, but like she's not really introduced or anything like that. So that's the episode. It's like this episode I felt like went by really quick. Like sometimes I'm like, all right, we get it. 
But this episode's a good one and it gets a lot of hate. It's not everyone's favorite. But then again, I always did this on like a Friday Night Live. I would always, always, always do this one in Fiesta. So maybe people are just sick of me, <laughs> which is fine. Totally understand. So we have some questions. Um, I always ask people, you know, do you want me to talk about anything specific? And some people are like, I just like your ramblings, which is cool. So today it was dropped that Taylor Swift, um, she doesn't own any master's copies of her first albums and Scooter Braun bought him. And I hate Scooter Braun and I haven't liked him for a really long time. I feel like he's a very problematic manager who pushes his artists too hard. I mean, when Justin Bieber was going through all that craziness, he was just like, nope, you're going to keep touring. Cancel your meet and greet, but you're going to keep touring. And I feel like even after um, Ariana Grande with the bombing in Manchester and everything, he continued to make her tour. Like, I feel like she didn't have much downtime. And I also just recently watched an interview with her. And she actually said she did not want to put the song Ghost in on her album because it's about Mac Miller. And she felt like it was really too soon and all that. But she said Scooter made her. I don't listen to Ariana Grande. I don't know the song, but Scooter made her do it. And I'm a big Tori Kelly fan. And he was her manager. I don't know if he still is or not, but I always feel like she wasn't like problematic. So he didn't know what to do with her. But anyway, it's pretty fucked up. And I know people want to say Taylor Swift always plays the victim, which to a point there are moments, but she worked really hard for all her music. And then people will be like, well, her dad bought her record label, whatever. Her dad bought her um, record deal. Say that, whatever. I don't know if I fully believe it. But she also needed to put in the work and write songs that people loved and go tour and all that mess. But anyway, that's my Taylor Swift for the day. You know I love to talk about her. And I'm so sorry. You have to put up with it. So somebody asked me how I felt about Vinny and Polly not ending up with anybody on their shot at love, double shot at love. And honestly, I didn't think they would anyway. I know that a lot of the girls were like going crazy on Twitter because Vinny said that he tried to have a relationship with the girl or something and never even called her something like that. I feel like that show was just a money grab anyway. Like I never expected them to actually find love. And most of those girls just went on the show probably become influencers. They just wanted to be able to get their gummy bear hair and their like fab fit fun boxes and just go on with their life. I don't know. I, I, so everybody loves Polly D and I think he's great and everything, but I think it's kind of gross that he's like 43 and on these shows. I don't know. It's just me. I think Polly has a great attitude and everything and he's great on Jersey Shore, but I mean more like the double shot of love stuff. Like, all right, we get it. This is like Peter Pan. It's like Brody, like just grow up. Somebody said Heidi claimed that Lauren ruined her life. And I think Heidi ruined her own life. I think that she could have done things differently with the media, but she wanted to be the star and she wanted to, you know, outshine Lauren. And that just wasn't happening. I know a lot of people don't like Lauren, as I said before, but Heidi got too caught up in the fame. And that's one thing I don't like about the Hills reboot. Let me just say that I watched like a preview of what's going to air on Monday. And it's just Spencer saying how he wants to be famous again. And it's kind of like, ew, you know, like that's gross. Like that's enough. (laughs) That's enough, sir. We don't need that. And I actually remember when Chelsea Handler would refer to them only as herpy one and herpy two, which is pretty funny. Well, I mean, I think it's funny. It's very mean, but I think it is funny. 
Somebody asked me if I'm going to cover season three of Laguna, and I think I'm probably going to dedicate an episode to it. And the episode might be a little bit longer than a half hour. I think most of my episodes are like 23 minutes, so it might be a little bit shorter than that. I mean, longer than that. MTV dating shows like Next, Parental Control, and Room Raiders. I loved Room Raiders. I was always, I was 14. I was younger than that, I guess, when that was on. But I was always prepared for someone to break into my home, kidnap me, and drive me away so the love of my life could look through my room and hopefully pick me. But yeah, I loved Room Raiders so, so much. Parental Control, I kind of remember, but I don't think I was into that show. Next was so horrible. It was real life Tinder. Like you see this girl walking off the bus and it says like, Michelle, 21, loves butterflies, hates tequila, and one time shit herself. Like just like a random ass one where you'd be like, oh, oh, okay. I don't know. Like I'm not, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it would be like that. But I remember once it was a guy walking off the bus and one of his like fun facts was he made a girl orgasm on the dance floor. And I'm in like fifth grade. I'm like, what does that mean? Is that what Usher does? I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, I was all about those shows. I really love True Life. True Life was like my favorite. True Life, real world. But True Life was like my favorite, favorite, favorite reality show or documentary show. And Diary. Do you guys remember that? You think you may know, but you have no idea. This is the Diary of Laguna Biatch. I'm going to end it with um, this one. It's first concert I ever went to. The first concert I ever went to was something called Earthfest in Boston. And I loved Paula Cole. Paula Cole, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? And my mom brought me in. It was a free concert. So we went to that and I got to see them play, got to see her play. But the first like big concert I remember is Millennium by Backstreet Boys. Um, my mom brought me to that and it was like the best night of my whole entire life. And I was positive that Brian waved to me. Um, but I was in like the no, I was in second grade. I was in the nose, nosebleeds, probably like four rows from the fucking top of the um, Boston Garden, and it was the best night ever. And I've seen the Backstreet Boys a lot, and I'm seeing them in August with my mom. She, it's, it's kind of become our thing, and she's flying down to Nashville for the first time, and we're going to go see the Backstreet Boys here. So I want to, like, write them an email and be like, hey, can we meet you because this is a really cool story between my mom and I. But, yeah, Backstreet Boys my first concert. The best concert I've ever seen um, was probably... Taylor Swift puts on a great show. She puts on an incredible show. I love Matchbox 20. Rob Thomas puts on probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. He has so much crazy good energy. I've been to a lot of shows. Kelly Clarkson, Kelsey Ballerini, they put on great shows. I'm trying to think. Obviously, Backstreet Boys are like in a league of their own. The worst concert I've ever been to was Counting Crows. The lead singer, Adam, whatever his name is, they he didn't even remember the words to Mr. Jones. It's like, dude, I know you're probably fucked up, but like this is your biggest hit. Those are my thoughts. I know this is going to come out after the hills, so it's a little it's a little confusing. But follow me on Twitter, Laguna Biatch IG, because I will live tweet. That's something I like doing. I like live tweeting a lot. So, yeah. I will talk to you guys later and I hope you have an awesome week and I hope you have a safe 4th of July. Thank you so much for listening.